Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Money and me on your money, only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. This is Money and Me. I'm Michelle Martin. So, how do you manage your risks in a bear market if you're close to retiring? What should you do with your retirement funds? Should you hold on to cash when it's beating the market? And by cash, I mean fixed income instruments, corporate bonds, government bonds, fixed deposits, treasury bonds. Maybe this morning you saw the 10-year U.S. Treasury bond up 15 basis points to about 3.34 percent, and you're wondering, you know, it's a good idea. There's a maturity date. You get your principal back, but low risk. Also means lower possible returns. So we get the Singapore perspective on retirement planning from CEO of Provident, Christopher Tan. What should you do you with a cat with your cash if you're a retiree in markets that are this risky? Chris, good morning. Welcome to the show. Hi, good morning, Michelle. Thanks for having me. What are you hearing from some of your clients or retirees? What are some of their concerns in this current market? Yeah, I think there are really two big concerns. Firstly, is high inflation. As we know, we are in a high inflationary environment, and although central banks around the world are trying to fight inflation by raising interest rates, but we know that due to the continued supply chain disruption in China, as well as the war that's happening right now, it does not seem like inflation is going down anytime soon. So, with high inflation, uh, what that means is that well, retirees are just losing purchasing power. I mean, last we heard, Singapore inflation is at about I think seven percent. Uh, MES core inflation rate is about five percent. So, and I think it's going to be made worse by the impending increase of GST rate, you known next year from seven to eight percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the first one. The second concern I think a lot of retirees right now they they are looking at is the what we call the sequence of return risk. Again, as we know, markets are down this year. Uh, even as we speak, the S&P 500 has fallen, I think, last night about 18 over percent year to date, right? And, well, I think markets will continue to be volatile and retirees or even near retirees who are invested today, they are very concerned about how it will affect their retirement funds. I mean, they know that they should stay invested for the long term, but they may need to be selling some of their investments soon to fund their retirement lifestyle, right? And if they do so, that is really a bad time to sell and their retirement funds may run out faster than they planned for. So I think because of these two issues, Michelle, they are concerned with what to do in this environment. All right. So when you look at the market and you look at the returns for equities and bonds, you mentioned the return on the S&P 500. Are there fixed income instruments that are looking like good possible buys, you know, the fixed deposit? And for listeners, that's an investment instrument that's offered by banks to their customers to help them save money. You can invest a sizable amount at a predetermined rate for a fixed period. There's Singapore bond markets you could be looking at. The SGS is the Singapore Government Securities. And then there SGS bonds. Um, these are tradable government and debt securities. And then, of course, there are Singapore savings bonds. So should we be parking our money in these fixed income instruments rather than investing in equities if we're planning for retirement? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, they really look very attractive, isn't it? I mm. mean, like the T-bill, Singapore T-bill, six months, like close to 3%. I mean, and then the FD rates, some of the high interest FD rates is like 4 percent, right? Yeah. So, well, well, I think that it is important for one to keep cash for immediate use, especially for retirees and near retirees. I think one cannot keep everything in cash and still need to be invested in equity so as to beat inflation in the long term. And no matter how good these instruments are, they are really short term and their interest rates and yields are only high during this period. And when interest rates start to drop, bond yields will fall as well. 
furthermore, from evidence, we know that, well, I mean, while equities go through periods of great volatility like what we are going through right now, it goes up in the long run and it is one investment instrument that can beat inflation. So for retirees who have invested their monies, I think monies that they do not need immediately in the early phase of their retirement, if they are retiring right now, I mean, they're not going to spend the entire lump sum right now, so they don't need the, the, the whole lump sum, so they can still invest for the future. They, they do still need to stay invested in equities to beat inflation. Of course, I mean, one can say that, well, why don't you sell now, you know, buy the equities when things are Cheaper. stable. Yeah. yeah, but the problem with that, as we all know, and we, we speak a lot about it, is that, well, if you sell now, you realize the losses. And the question is, when are you going to go back in, right? Because you never know when, you know, the market's going to go up. And we learned from the GFC in April of 2009, when the market started recovering from mm-hmm. the crash in 08, mm-hmm. many participants they didn't believe that it was going to be a recovery, right? And they stayed out of the market. And then by the time the recovery really took place, they have missed the best few days of the recovery already. So, I mean, that's the problem if you want to switch from cash to equities and, and all that. But yes, you, you, if you need to keep some cash right now for immediate use for the first five years of your retirement, first three years of your retirement, there are plenty of options out there right now in a, in a so-called cash market. So if the goal is capital preservation, what do you say to your clients? Well, I think gold, yes, a lot of people think that, well, if I buy gold, you know, uh, it hedges against inflation. Um, However, it's very hard to speculate. I mean, I think last year, people think that by buying gold, they're going to make money because inflation is going up. But, well, gold didn't perform as well. And the thing about gold, you know, Michelle, is that we say that it has no economic value. It doesn't produce income. You know, you put one gold in your drawer, it doesn't become two golds tomorrow. (laughs) So, gold, well, the thing about gold is that in the short term, if you want to do it, really got to speculate. But in the long term, if you look at the long-term return of gold, actually it hasn't performed that well. And depending on which data you look at, if you look at the performance of gold, the average return per year could be just about 3%. So gold is really more a demand-supply, it's a commodity. You know, the, the prices really depends on demand and supply in the short term. It's pretty speculative. I would not suggest that this would be an instrument that you should invest and keep for the long term. So apparently some financial institutions are pushing insurance products. This is new to me, like retirement income plans during this period of market volatility. I'm not sure what these income plans are about. Uh, I wonder if you can fill us in and whether or not you think this is a good idea. Yeah, I think retirement income plans are really insurance products that the insurance companies pushed out. I mean, you can either, you know, if you're an accumulator, you can put in every month a certain amount of money or you can buy one lump sum and at a date of payout, it just pay out a monthly amount for uh, the rest of your life. And I say the rest of your life can be up to 100 years or 127 years. So these are really just insurance products. Mm-hmm. And I mean, for a retiree, if I want to classify his expenses, right? I mean, there are two kinds of expenses. One is essential expenses and the other is discretionary expenses. The essential expenses is really what I call the our Singapore term, Michelle, the die-die-must-have kind of expenses. No choice, you need to spend on it. And retirement income products, well, can be suitable to fund essential expenses because the payout from these insurance products are stable as compared to investing in other instruments. But before one buys into the retirement income product, if you are a Singaporean or PR, you must know that the best so-called retirement income product is CPF Life. Mm. So if you are a retiree or near retire and have not top up your retirement account up to the enhanced retirement sum of 288000 before even buying a retirement income product, 
do consider topping up your RA first because the, the returns from CPF is much better than the retirement income product. And if CPF life is not enough for you, then okay, you may want to consider buying retirement income product. Mm. But the point I want to bring up is that you cannot solely depend on such products because the returns are low. You will still need to invest in some other instruments like equities to give you the extra to fund your discretionary expenses. And the last thing I want to say about this is that I think we need to caution listeners against buying product of the month. So I really do not like it when financial institutions start to push, uh, push RI products. It's very opportunistic, you know, because right now it's very hard to push, you know, kind of equities kind of product. Yeah. And RI seems like, oh, it's a perfect safe. choice. Yeah. It's safe, you know, it gives you income. Get your money back. Yeah, so, so I, I don't think that's the way to do retirement planning. I think we need to look at retirement planning more holistically mm. instead of just pushing out products like that. I know they are high margin for financial institution, but I think we need to look at things more holistically. Okay, good idea. And also a great reminder to please look at CPF Life and check that out for yourself first before you, you, know, you maybe consider other retirement income plans. Right. We talked about inflation, managing inflation. We talked about you know, it's a risky market. People want to preserve their capital. What should they do? What other risks do you think retirees and near retirees need to be looking out for? Um, well, firstly, I think longevity risk. That's the risk of living too long and thus having your retirement funds run out before you do. Of course, CPF life and some of these, like we mentioned, retirement income plans can mitigate longevity risk. But because there is a limit to how much you can get from CPF life and the returns from RI plans are low, retirement income plans are low, I think retirees need to look into some other planning to ensure that they don't outlive their retirement funds. The second risk is healthcare risk. This is the risk of retirees not being able to cope with huge medical expenses when they fall seriously ill. I think that's easy. This is the easy, so-called easy problem to solve because just having a comprehensive medical insurance program can mitigate this risk. And the third risk, I think, uh, is what often we call overspending risk. Uh, this is the risk of spending too much in the early years of retirement and especially spending down from the wrong asset class in the wrong sequence and thus living insufficient what funds. What is the wrong income. asset class to spend from? Like, for example, I mean, if you have not sort of like planned your retirement properly and all you have right now, 100% is into equities. I mean, I know that's extreme, but just to illustrate the point, uh-huh. right? I mean, now if you are retiring and you need to start to spend down, you need to sell down from your equities, right? right. So if you sell from equities and markets are falling, it's a double whammy. You're consuming and you're selling down when it's a worse time to sell. Your money will run out faster than you expect it to you know, run down. So I, I think if you do proper planning, you should look at all the assets that you have accumulated over the years uh, during uh, at retirement and then decide systematically which asset class to spend down so that your money can last as long as you live. Okay, so are you increasing allocations to cash this year? If someone comes to you, they're planning for their retirement, mm. what sort of overview do you give them? I think... Well, the retirement plan that you have must already allocate enough cash for you to spend for at least the first five years. I mean, that's what we believe in, right? So, and when a retiree comes to us, basically what we do is we allocate their monies into different point in time, right? Some of the monies that we allocate, they will need it in the short term. So we allocate cash. Uh, CPF life, you will need it in the short term. Uh, you can buy uh, Singapore savings bonds, Singapore government securities. And some people, after even setting aside their money in RA, they still have got 
so-called cash in their OA and SA account. So that you will need for at least five years of your immediate retirement spending so that when things like this year happen, you have no worry because you are not affected by the markets, right? Because most of your monies that you need to spend down right now uh, is actually in cash, right? Then we also allocate the rest of their capital further down the road when they need it uh, into portfolios with different allocation into bonds and equities because you do need to invest in equities so that your money will last as long as you live and that you can beat inflation. So that's the method we use. We, we bucket so-called our clients' money into different proportions yeah, and uh, some money that you need immediately and then for some that you don't need, you, you only need it in the midterm or monies that you need only in the uh, longer term, uh, we can allocate them into so-called higher volatility products like equities. What do you say to retirees? They're worried. They're wondering, maybe I should wait for tech valuations to pull back before I come back into the sector. What advice do you give to them? I think it's very risky to think that way because especially for retirees, right? I mean, uh, when we say it's retiree, I will assume that most of them, either they do not have income anymore, right? Or they are earning a lot lesser. So they really cannot fail in their investment plan, right? And to try to guess where the market is going and try to come back, it's a very risky way of investing. Mm -hmm. There are scores of data, scores of evidence to show that when people try to time the market, they actually do a lot worse. Yeah, so that's that's what I would say. Mm. All right. And and in terms of readjusting those buckets that you're talking about, how should they make readjustments given the current economic climate? As you say, people are worried about inflation eating into the purchasing power of their cash. And so some are buying and buying now because they think their money is going to be worth less next year. Yeah, I mean, so this is actually real. I mean, we are seeing our clients and we have done the bucketing for them. And some of the so-called buckets that we have invested for our clients, they may only need it in two years' time. Right. They don't really need to use the money now. But what we are telling them is that if you need this money in the next one to two years, it may be good to take some money off the market if you have been invested for a while and have made good profits, especially so in the last five years when returns have been good. Right. So don't wait. Right. So if you have invested this money and in two years' time you need this money, and if you look at this money and it's like, okay, uh, it is not as good as if I had sold it last year, mm. but it's still profitable because I invested it quite some time back already, right? And before this year, you know, the markets have been very strong. Now, our advice is that you may want to take this money off the table because this current market situation may last for a while, right? So that's the first advice that we give to our clients right now. And for money that you do not need in the next immediate five years, I think, well, you should stay invested, not panic sell. But do review your investment portfolio to ensure that you are invested in the right things that will go up when the market recovers. And markets will recover. All right, that's confidence. So we mentioned at the start, we're talking about retirees or people close to retirement. So what about people out there worried about losing their jobs, the prospect of recession looming. So what steps can they take to protect their retirement savings? Yeah, actually you brought a very interesting point, Michelle. Because, you know, whenever we hear of data like this and, you know, interest rate going up, you know, and that may tip the economy into a recession, mm. people start focusing on the investment side of the equation, right? They'll start thinking about, oh, what do I do with my investing and all that? Actually, really, we should be focusing on the financial planning side of what I call the money equation. And that means that, well, we should start looking at our finances right now and ask ourselves, yeah, is there a real chance that I will really lose my job, right? Now, if you're worried about that, firstly, I mean, if you have set aside enough emergency fund, six months to 12 months of your monthly expenses, you really shouldn't worry, 
right? Because you should be able to find a job. But well, for those of us who are thinking of changing job right now, well, maybe this is not the best time to change a job right now. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, although the Singapore government says that it's quite unlikely that Singapore will tip into a recession this year, but if it happens next year, I mean, you'd want to be the newest person in the company uh, most likely to go, right? Mm-hmm. So you probably, this is probably not a good time to change a job. Uh, but if you've got emergency fund, I think if really we go into a recession, well, you're quite well prepared for it. Always a man with a dose of reality for us. Chris, thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Christopher Tan is CEO of Provident right here on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.